Hello everyone, you are listening to Skip Intro with Ayman Rashad and in the studio with me is Ian McNally, Bahe Yusuf and Julian Yap. And today we are doing Movie Snacks where we bring you the latest in news and updates from the world of movies and entertainment. And first things first, we've got a few new trailers that have come up. Um, a lot of action movies actually. And one of them is The Irishman by Martin Scorsese. I want you to meet my cousin, Russell Buffalino. How are you? Hi, nice to meet you. It was like the army. You followed orders. You did the right thing. You got rewarded. A friend of ours is having a little trouble. Friend at the top. Back then, there was nobody in this country who didn't know who Jimmy Hoffa was. Get the gun out of his hand! You always charge a guy with a gun. With a knife, you run away. So you charge with a gun, with a knife, you run. Yeah, this is obviously a big get for Netflix because they're getting Scorsese's next big film with mm-hmm. De Niro, Pesci, you know, all the usual guys in there. It's definitely one of those. I mean, it just looks like more Goodfellas. I mean, they get Al Pacino in there as Jimmy Hoffa, and I don't know that much about Jimmy Hoffa. Expect, I think he was a union leader who is allegedly buried under a baseball ground. Something. I mean, I think right, union leader is. His, I think it was his official title. He's essentially a gangster. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a union leader is uh, is probably what he puts in his forms, um, mm-hmm. the the tax forms that he forgot to submit at the end. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. This is essentially Goodfellas Part Two mm. with everybody. The gang comes back. You know, <laughs> the gang's all together again. Um, uh, they did do some stuff with the anti aging tech, right? Because De Niro looks younger. There's a flashback to the war. But they seem to, I don't know, is it some kind of monkey paw thing? Because Joe Pesci looks like three times older than everyone else in the thing. Yeah. Uh, I, this came out at the New York Film Festival last week. And it's got great reviews. It was completely sold out, actually. Uh. And for a Netflix release, like, to be sold out at a film festival, that's, you know, it's a long way from where Netflix was a few years ago. But coming out of the NYFF, a lot of it has been, how good is the de-aging in this? And apparently uh. it's great. And it's great in how it... I guess sells the story yeah. of how believable it is that Mar- that you know Robert De Niro isn't you know old. Yeah, because it's not a gimmick, right? It's no. like they're using it to tell the story. It's a character yeah. thing, yeah. And like we, we we're seeing him right now in the Joker, and he did look a little old. older than that, a lot older than that. He looks old. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he is. <laughs> he is old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you guys looking forward to in this movie compared to like other? Mob gangster New I'll York be honest, movies. Other than the fact that it's Martin Scorsese with these guys, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is, right? I expect, I expect, and suspect this will be one of those movies that it is what it says on the tin. It's a yeah. Martin Scorsese gangster movie set in seven sixties, late sixties, early seventies. With the same bunch of guys. And if you like Martin Scorsese gangster <laughs> movies, you'll like this. And it's got nice moments. The trailer's nicely cut together. You know, you have Ray Romano asking him, like, this driver job or something. It's like, do you ever drink on the job? And it comes yeah. to them just, like, getting plastered. Which is essentially a very Martin Scorsese thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, so, it's the same with, like, Al Pacino in a courtroom yeah. talking about, you rush a guy with a gun, but you, you run away yeah. from a guy with a knife. Like, there's things like that. They're just, like... The classic Scorsese things, yeah. you know what I mean? Of course, He's yeah. doing what he knows best. It's so. Netflix's stab at maybe Oscar running this year. They're obviously trying for some kind of directing thing. Mm. If it doesn't work... I think it's written by Zalian, right? Yep. Zalian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
I mean, it's a good writer, it's great director. Team. It's a dream team of a project. Um, sure, why not? Well, uh, since you guys said just now was like more or less like Goodfellas, same people set in the same era, more or less. But if you guys are interested in another gangster movie set in a different location, because might, there are so many, there's so many gangster movies. You might be interested in the new film by Guy Ritchie, which is The Gentleman. The plot begins to thicken. Now, I can't be specific about the heroes and zeros, but our protagonist is a hungry animal. There is a lot of money hanging in the balance. Our antagonist explodes on the scene like a millennial firework and has indirectly started a war. I think you need to see this, boss. That's the one of my followers. Which yeah. also looks like a Guy Ritchie movie from <laughs> yeah. the past. But in a good way. Like, I, at one point, we tried to watch Rock and Roller and I couldn't get more than 20 minutes. Yeah, into Rock it. and Roller is annoying. It's one of the few movies yeah. that I actually was like, actually, no, I'll come back to this sometime later. And you never did. I never did. This, though, looks like the fun Guy Ritchie that was Snatch and mm. um, Lockstock. Lockstock. Yeah. And it has people, they're doing that thing where they have like Colin Farrell, just like, I think this one, he's wearing like bottle glasses yeah. and like a tracksuit at one point yeah. and just putting actors in roles you don't quite expect them to be in mm. plus he seems to have just taken uh, Hugh Grant's performance in, in Paddington and 2 and thought like let's have him do more of that let's have him do Michael Caine come on he's not doing anyone <laughs> else to be honest that yeah. was very Michael Caine yeah. I, for me I was just like I wish it was just Michael and Caine finally, yeah. and I also finally get to see Charlie Hunnam play where he's kind of from like I mean Robin Hood kind of but he was also just like I'm Charlie Hunnam this yeah. was like he's playing an English person and not like yeah. overplaying it. Yeah. And it seems like it actually suits Charlie Hunnam. Everything I've seen him in apart from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. He seems wildly miscast. Yes. Constantly just always miscast. Uh, and I think it's just the specter of Sons of Anarchy because he did he did that so well. I think to a point that people just forgot that he isn't American. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I think... But also, King he just, Arthur he was just drawled in everything from that point. Yeah, on. but like, King Arthur jacks, was also pretty bad, right? right? Yes, he was in King Arthur, wasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Also he was directed in, by he was in the, Yeah, yeah, which is just terrible. Um, yeah. I forgot as well. This has um, Henry Golding is like the lead of the the yeah. bad guy. The, gang, yeah, or after protect, Matthew McConaughey, we brought up the fact yeah. that Matthew McConaughey's in this. Yes, and uh, like everyone seems to have a beard or facial hair just to yeah to rock a look. Like yeah. everyone has the, a, the beard is back. Yeah, but everyone has you know, everyone has a look. You know, you yeah. can you can identify yeah. them all. It seems snappy. It seems fun. It's going to be completely forgettable, probably. But it looks yeah. like yes. a lot of actors having great time. Yeah. And another uh, trailer that's come up is the King's Man, which is the third movie in the King's Men series. And I know I found it quite curious that they're going for the prequel route rather than yeah. a sequel to the sequel that came out a few years ago. You're going to need a suit. <laughs> come on. We are the first independent intelligence agency. Preserving peace and protecting life. Welcome to the club. Generals gathered in their I don't know whether Matthew Vaughn owns the rights to the comic overall or he has some partnership or something, but I think he has complete control over this. I so think he's got complete it's control. It's just an excuse for him to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And I think he just wants to do World War One James Bond. I mean, I'll go for that. Yeah. I, I'd love to see a World War One James Bond. I think I I enjoy the that period and I think just that telling of a of an early spy thing is quite cool. Um AMC did a show called Turn a couple of years ago 
about the aspiring during the British American War, and it's it's an interesting take on 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 uh, on a genre that you may not think of has been around since forever. Yeah, yeah. And I super like that it is a prequel. Yeah, just because I loved King, I love Kingsman. Kingsman Two was great as well. Really, I. I didn't like the second one as much. Well, it's, it's still good much, fun. Yeah, yeah, it's good fun. And yeah. having a third one would have, I think, just trying to beat a dead horse, right? Mm-hmm. So going for a prequel, we've seen the spy element thing with um, Agent Carter, right? In, yeah. the, mm. in the war. Yeah. Mm. With, that was the um, 40s, right? In 40s, Wonder 50s. Woman as well. Yeah. You know, So obviously there's an audience for it. People want it. There's a then shot on this lifted from Wonder Woman. Yeah, for sure. I the mean, shot of like someone being knocked through a barn door with oh, a yeah. shield, and it's like the opposite yeah. of her kneeing that yeah, yeah, yeah. through the wall window. Yeah, um, and it's also like they hint at it so much in the first film and the second film of, of this entire legacy that they have. It's kind of really nice to go back and to see, um, you know, that history and that past. But having you know Ray Fiennes doing exactly what Colin Firth did, I don't know how up for it I am. But I love Harris Dickinson, so I think he'd be he's a young guy, is he? Yeah, I think he'd be a great exe. World kind of character, mm-hmm. kind of guy. But yeah. I, I think I think Ray Fiennes is a good anchor for this movie because you, you've already uh, sort of um, related or, or associated with um, Colin Firth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Taron Ed- Edgerton, right? Yeah. So to have this new movie with a new cast, I think maybe Ray Fiennes is the yeah, and I think is, is the right choice. Yeah, for that. and isn't it weird? Wasn't Ray Fiennes M in a couple of those Bond movies? Yeah, like yes. a couple of years ago. So yes, like he's gone right. from sitting behind the desk to he's back out yeah. doing action and yeah. Be- yeah. beating people up again, which I think is cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I think it's it's a great. I think like just to double down on what Julian said, it's that idea of going back to telling a story that we may not have known about, which is fun. Also, yeah. Scott Rasputin apparently. Rasputin. Yeah, he's so the villain, is, which looks kind of cool. Just cool, yeah. So we were talking about a few new trailers that came out. Um, if you have any other suggestions that you have, maybe any other new movies that you are interested to watch, um, you can let us know. Um, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 and you can tweet us at skipintromy or you can even write to us at movies at bfm.my and coming up, we'll continue our conversation on Skip Intro, BFM 89.9. Be free-minded. BFM 89.9. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Skip Intro and it's Movie Snacks today, where we cover news and updates from the world of movies and entertainment. And earlier, we talked about a few new trailers that have come up, uh, starting from uh, 1960s New York and moving to the uh, British... <laughs> British 1970s and to continue that whole uh, British conversation there's also another movie that uh, where its trailer came out and it's a new movie by Armando Iannucci for the personal history of David Copperfield this narrative is far more than mere fiction I am David Copperfield I am indeed it is the true story of the life I was about to lead your mama is ill how old is she? Very ill. Dangerously ill. She's dead. We're very sorry. Thank you. Um, sorry, what was your name? Copperfield. Copperfield? Copperfield. This is Cropwood Trosserfield. David Copperfield. This looks like hella fun. I've never read David Copperfield. It wasn't part of the syllabus I had mm. to do in school. And I think... Didn't Armando Iannucci do another kind of period thing? Yeah, so he did um, The Death of Stalin last year. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's super fun to see Armando Iannucci going to actually having a piece of literature and following that, but injecting his style into it. I love this trailer so much. I 
I'm so excited for this film. It has the same energy as as the death of Stalin, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it's having that wickedness that he has with his other work and putting it to a period piece, but it's got the proper proper feeling of mm. David Copperfield. It's also got great colorblind casting. Mm. Mm. I'm so excited. I, just think, I didn't know that I, what I needed to see was Benedict Wong in a top hat, but I am here for it. <laughs> he looked great. And mm. I just, the idea that Gwen, both Gwendolyn Christie and Tilda Swinton are in the same movie. Yeah. Mm. That's like, that's insane. Yeah. And I think at one point Tilda Swinton just gets out of her chair, looks at the window and goes, ah, donkeys! <laughs> and just runs out. And there's a, I don't, is the book that funny? Is it a comedy as well, the book? Like, it seems, this seems like a No, wall. the no. book's not a comedy. No, I haven't read it. I'm pretty sure it's not a comedy because if it was, I think more people would have read it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's the same double class casting with like Hugh Laurie and Peter Capaldi. Usually uh, yeah. you get one of them one of the you other, can't, yeah. you get the other. We have yeah. a very, we have a trend here in this episode where every film that we have is just chock full of every name that you can find. Yeah. 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 And this is, you know, no exception, which is fine. Dev Patel, we don't see him enough. We saw him a lot at one point, but it's like we all forgot him and now he's back and I'm so glad. Oh. The film came out at the BFI London Film Festival yesterday, actually, and, oh, wow. okay. and reviews for it are incredible. They're saying that it's ah, nice. incredibly beautiful, and it's uh, it kind of sweeps you away, but it's still very heartwarming and funny. And one thing that I saw, I think, in the review by the Guardian, is that you know it's weird seeing that that humor, that fun sense of humor, but in something that is ultimately about kindness and about love. Oh. So. To see that, but Armando Iannucci, why not? Because he is—he can be very scathing politically, but he always has a heart behind his stuff, right? I mean, Veep, though, the ending. <laughs> yeah. Don't know where that heart is, though. So a lot of the movies that we've been talking about are very, like, men-heavy action films featuring men. And they actually have men in most of the titles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's try and move uh, on from the testosterone, because there's another trailer <laughs> that has come up, which is uh, Birds of Prey, starring Margot Robbie. You know what a harlequin is? A harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives who we are beyond that. You should have to say the full title because it's ludicrous yeah. and I hate uh, it. Uh, uh, what, of, what is it? Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. There you go. <laughs> that title is awful. Sure. You don't mind it? I don't care about the movie. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, I think it's... it's it feel, You know what? It feels like... The studios went, hey, people really like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Mm. What can we do? Maybe make a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. And just, sure, it's, I don't know. See, I wasn't excited. I did not enjoy her Harley Quinn in Mm. Suicide Squad. I didn't enjoy Suicide Squad at all. I don't know who did. Yeah, people didn't. But what, what redeems it for me is that she's producing it. Margot Robbie Mm. is producing it. And for me, that's, you know, she's going to treat the character well. She's going to treat the other actors well. I feel, I I have a lot of hope Mm. and and trust. Ewan McGregor looks kind of great as this unhinged villain. I love it. The character is quite interesting. He plays, uh, I think he's playing Black Mask. Also, it's got uh, Rosie Perez playing. Yeah. So this is the thing that I think I talked to you off air yesterday about. Mm -hmm. I saw someone in the trailer who I didn't believe it was them and I didn't realize it was Rosie Perez. And she's playing um, Renee Montoya. Renee Montoya, who's the first DC LGBTQ. Yeah. Well, she's gay. Yeah. And she later becomes the question who is like. Vic Sage. Vic Sage is a blue. But Rosie Perez is perfect. I was like. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I really like that idea of a, a, like uh, an older Montoya in yeah. the in the DC universe yeah. running around. Better Trailer than everybody. Trailer just feels too quick. 
Yeah, it's I got just, bored halfway through. Yeah, because really? I, yeah. I don't know what's going on and it's just flashes of light. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I'm done with this. Yeah. There's really also the confusing on. thing going on that Ali Wong is in the credits, but there's no idea who she is and she's not in the trailer. It's a secret, Ian. It's a Ian. secret. It's a spoiler, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At I, the very least, can get to like, I don't know, see, get a deeper dive into like Harley Quinn's character, I guess. I don't know. when it's compared, don't, don't, compared to Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it will hold up to that. They've done it in the comics well. Yeah. And they've, man- they've managed to reinvent her a few times, but I don't know if that holds up on screen. Could be interesting. Can't help but be better than Suicide Squad. Yeah. I think anything can be better than Suicide White Squad. White Page is better yeah. than I just, Suicide Squad. I just wonder <laughs> are they going to do anything like she's broken from the Joker. Are they going to have a Joker in it? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you doubly don't care if it's Jared Leto, right? I definitely don't care if it's Jared. I mean, I'd prefer it if it wasn't, but then it's a whole storyline thing I'm just like okay there is another trailer that came out that really (laughs) that really got my attention and it's uh, Crispin Glover in Lucky Day because he plays a a French guy (laughs) there's there's one line in the trailer that goes like do you know why he speaks the weird accent because he thinks he's French (laughs) he knows he's not for some reason it's like are you here for business what are your purpose of your visit it says oh business and pleasure (laughs) and it's like which one sir it's like both and it's just it's demented and Christmas Glover wanders in and out of like mainstream slash mm. I forgot how much movies. I missed his face yeah. seeing this and mm. w- and now he's older you know he's got the silver hair I kind of believe that he's this hitman is he a hitman? yes yeah. uh, I, I think he's avenging he's a crim yeah, okay. he's avenging yeah. the death of his brother, brother in, a, in a, yeah. a heist that went bad I'm so excited Yeah, and it, it looks Nina, terrible Nina Dobrev's playing French as well right? yeah she's not yeah. French I mean she's actually American playing French <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just him walking around with a machine gun, like someone shoots at him and like, in a, it looks like a, you can tell from Crispin Glover's acting in a fit of spite, he fires a rocket at them. You yeah. know what I mean? You can feel the spite <laughs> in the arc of the grenade going into the yeah. car. And he's just great. I think after Charlie's Angels, the first one, the second one, they overdid him. But after the first one, I thought he'd be back on top after, you know, no. annoying everyone after Back to the Future and not being yeah. invited back for Back to the Future 2. Yeah, I, I'm I'm, kind of looking forward to this. I'm not holding my breath because I don't know if it'll come here. Mm. It kind of looks like a DVD, straight-to-DVD movie, right? Yeah, not only that, but I just don't think it's a movie distributors locally will pick up, even if it's mm. not straight-to-DVD. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, But I'll definitely do give it a try to try and get it because it looks just great fun. Yeah. Yeah. And there you have it, guys. That was the uh, roundup on Movie Snacks, where we spoke about the latest news and updates from the world of movies and entertainment. So if there's anything else that you think we missed, any movies or trailers or news that you think we should talk about, let us know. Uh, WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899 and you can tweet us at skipintromy or you can write to us at movies at bfm.my. 